Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Reserve Seating. My name is Raheem, and I'm with my wonderful co-host today, Michael. Hey, hey. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> welcome back to Reserve Seating, the only show where you can get a double-edged sword of entertainment but also with a little bit of business. So today, uh, we want to talk about the things that are going on in the industry, you know, such as... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. Well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Last week was our... Marvel podcast and went a little bit long, so we decided to cut it in two. So last week we did um, talked mostly about the um, upcoming Marvel movies and what's in store for those. Um, and this week we're kind of going to focus on the upcoming Marvel Disney Plus shows. So we have a lot to talk about there um, and some news and, and other big stuff that happened. All I want to know is what's going to happen to the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the 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 main topic. (laughs) Biggest the biggest news that uh, dropped over this past week. Um, You want to explain to Raheem, or you want me to? Oh yes, I do. The man, the myth, the legend has 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 the prophecy has been fulfilled. This is like almost as amazing as when we heard they're making an Avengers film. Mm -hmm. Not quite, but it's kind of close to it. Like this is probably some of the best like comic book news we heard in in this entire outbreak. Yeah, this is big, big news. Yeah, hashtag release the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut. So it's, if you're unaware... It's been a, a year, uh, probably two-year-long campaign. Like, ever since Justice League <laughs> released in theaters, there's been a hashtag, release the Snyder Cut, on the internet. If you're if you're unaware, basically what happened was, um, during the filming of Justice League, the original uh, director, Zack Snyder, actually his daughter, unfortunately passed away. And uh, he had to give the, the, the reins to uh, none other than the biggest nerd on the planet, uh, Mr. Josh Whedon. Josh Josh Whedon. I, I forgot his name. I was trying to trying to remember his name. Josh Whedon and Josh Whedon actually finished the film, so you can actually see a little bit of Snyder and and Josh Whedon mm-hmm. in the film. I'd say mostly Josh Whedon though. They they say that the yeah. theatrical release of Justice League was like 80 percent Josh, twenty percent Zack Snyder. But but there was a big big rumor that there, that somewhere on the hard drives. In, in at Warner Brothers Studios or somewhere that there was a cut that was mostly Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. vision. And so ever since then, the hashtag release the Snyder cut has been a thing for almost two years straight. And it, if I honestly thought it was a joke. I was like, I didn't believe it. I thought if it, if anything, if anything, it was probably just like a couple clips, but no, apparently what it was was that it actually was like a full cut, but it was like kind of rough. You know, like kind of rough, whatever they had filmed at that point. But um, from my understanding is that uh, HBO Max picked it picked it up and they're going to release it as like a TV show. So no, I think that's gonna I think awesome. it's not a TV show, but it's going to I think it's going to be released as a movie. No, they said it might do. It's either really. or. It's either or. And they said that they, had, they haven't decided yet, but they're putting an extra $20 million yep. into this project. 20 to $30 million. <laughs> To That's for new special crazy. effects, new score, new additional dialogue, all that kind of stuff. No reshoots, but um, to pretty much finish it up how it's how his original vision was, um, which that is a huge investment twenty million dollars um, for this to be on HBO Max. It's really crazy. I I, I actually never thought that uh, it would happen. I never thought that we would see me either. Again. I thought it was fake. I thought I thought we never see they would never really see the light right. of day. If, if, even if it was real, me neither. But so, a couple of questions I have for you. Okay. First of all, we know why Zack Snyder had to drop away from the project because of his daughter. So, Josh Whedon was brought in. Um, he directed 
the first two Avengers films, and he has a very specific um, type of writing that he does. And it, it there was a big shift from Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman to Justice League. You know, those first two films were a lot darker. Definitely Zack Snyder's. Um, that's kind of his tone that he brings to a lot of his movies. Um, Justice League was very much not that. Um, so uh, you know, a lot of a lot of debate was going online, and you know, the Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel didn't make as much money as Warner Brothers would have hoped, right? Yeah. So, do you think, well, I don't know, I kind of thought that he, he stepped away and was kind of pushed out at the same time, was my thoughts. What do you you think that, too? I honestly don't think that that would have been a good direction for Warner Brothers to push him out. I think that they were kind of thinking about it. It may have been, like, on like the, the minds of them, but that tragedy that happened actually really pushed him out at that point. It was more of a, a external decision besides internal at that point. And then the next best guy w- was Josh. Right. Well, they wanted to, I, I think from everything I've read her was Warner brothers was not happy with the way that the DC universe was heading with the darker tone and things. And it wasn't as popular with fans as they had hoped. So when this happened, they, <laughs> Let, what? I have so much to say about that. Just, just that statement of why, why they were upset about that. But continue. I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit. Okay. Later. Well, I mean, so they brought in Joss Whedon. And he completely flipped it on his head, made it more comedic in tone and lighter in tone. Um, so now the Snyder Cut is going to reverse that, and this is going to be a very darker cut of Justice League, um, with you know his original vision and kind of bring it back to that tone. I'm already heated. We're like five minutes into the podcast. I'm already heated. Let's, let's go, baby. Uh, I just want to say this. Would you would you say the the execs at Warner Brothers were upset because they the uh, the direction that the, that the entire DC cinema universe was going to, right? Yeah. Because it was it was a more of a darker tone than they what they expected, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they intended it for it to be darker, but they intended the fans to like it a lot more than they did. And they weren't as they weren't as popular and mainstream as say the Marvel movies, who are more lighter and um, kind of a funner tone. Right. You know? Well, I am not here to beat a dead horse, yeah. but I'm going to beat it again. <laughs> okay. Um, the the way the MCU has handled their characters and properties is obviously way better than DC has in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But let's be real, Marvel did not start off like this. Their biggest breakout hit was the actual Marvel Studios. I'm not just saying any Marvel property. Marvel Studios was Iron mm-hmm. Man, right? Before that, we had um, we had all these one-off films that didn't do too well at all. But before that, think about think about this: Warner Brothers had great hits with with DC properties. We had the like the uh, the Batman mm-hmm. films with Christian Bale. Those were amazing. I wa- I actually watched The Dark Knight the other day. Amazing yeah. film. We've had plenty of films by DC. They were amazing, but then they try to they try to kind of copy what Marvel did. Even Universal tried to copy what Marvel did. Did you hear about that? The the Dark Universe, oh, like the Monster Universe. Um, yeah, yeah. Like tried to do like the mum redo the Mummy or something they, with Tom Cruise. Yeah. The problem with with this is that all these big companies try to copy what they when they see success. Yeah. But the pro the, the difference is that they're rushing it. Marvel Marvel's entire like MCU did not happen overnight. Right. It wasn't a a, oh man, let's just rush and get out the Avengers. No, it was not that. The Avengers took nine, ten, it took about four or five years for it to happen from, from Iron Man 1. It took four or five years. 
think about it like this they had all they they introduced all every last one of the avengers before so, you know obviously the main character's not not all of them but actually they did even scarlet scarlet um God damn it, black widow and uh and hawkeye they were even in other previous right. films but dc think about this what were the only films that came out before justice league think about it man of steel, it was man of steel. and batman versus superman exactly why would you do that that doesn't make any sense because you're trying to rush and get it out mm-hmm. and yes you don't have a clear vision because you you might have a kevin feige you might not I don't even know. I don't even know who the guy is at this point because I I don't. There's no clear well, vision. There's kind just of, what, kind films. of Zack Snyder. Kind of Zack Snyder for a while because he did the first the first two. I mean, obviously he didn't do Wonder Woman that came after. Um, but you know the, he he I mean he was kind of the DC universe was kind of going along with his vision because he had the first two. You know he he kind of set the tone for the whole yeah universe, yeah. and I think I see that it didn't turn out how they were. Well, wanted. they should. Okay, look. Stick to your guns, just go with it. Because otherwise, you're going to end up like in a situation yeah. we are now, where they recasted Batman, one of your biggest, biggest properties. You recast it into Robert Patterson. Now you, you're at a uh, at a point where you have to, you have to redo what, what should have been your biggest film because no one liked it because it was two different directors. You know, like it was two separate visions. Yeah, the position they're in is terrible. Yeah. I'm just saying it right now. Even as a, com- I'm not even saying this as a Marvel fan or like whatever. I'm saying this as a comic book fan, as a movie lover. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So they, I mean, initially they obviously wanted a shared universe, very yeah. much like the Marvel uh, MCU is. So, you know, things didn't turn out right after Justice League wasn't so good. They were, they started, I think, focusing the vision on standalone films. That's why you get you know, a Wonder Woman, which is the same universe, but now they have they came up with the Joker and pretty much I I get the feeling that they weren't gonna really worry about team ups too much anymore. And put out standalone movies if they fit in the universe, you know, who cares? That's why they Robert Patton Robert Pattinson is the new Batman and not, you know, Ben Affleck still. But with them releasing this Snyder Cut um on HBO Max or, or releasing it, um, you know, maybe could you see this them backtracking so now they're gonna it's gonna you know pretty much the Justice League um, theatrical releases not canon and now they go off of the Zack Snyder cut and put it back to the original track that it was going before Zack Snyder was no longer involved. I, I honestly don't think that's a good business decision. I don't. No, me neither. I don't think it's a good decision at all because think about it like this. Um, okay. I think where where DC would definitely shine is these alternate universes here. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, they have a separate TV show universe and they do movies. They didn't have movies. You know, the the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is not the DC extended universe. You know, they have all these different branches of the DC universe that they can explore, which is awesome. Right, that's, they're that's, all, where, they, that's where they would win. Yeah, and they're all in one multiverse, though. You know, for right. like instance, on the. The, the CW shows, they have the Flash, Arrow, Batwoman, Supergirl, everything. They have an annual crossover every year. And in this last um, crossover, um, they had the movie version of The Flash, played by um, Ezra right. Miller, come in, and he met the TV version of The Flash. So, Which I is mean, awesome. Yeah, so that compares that, like, oh, this is all one big multiverse, and they're out there, you know? Yeah, that would be, that's awesome. That's one leg up they do have on uh, Marvel, because Marvel is in a, they do, Marvel does have a multi-universe, but they're, they're not establishing themselves like that. Yeah. They're saying all the films, all the 
the uh, live action stuff that's currently being put out is all one universe, not, not a multiverse. Yeah, which so I think I kind of like. Yeah. I kind of like that better. Me personally, I like I, the, I like it. Both. I like I like both. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I like. I think Marvel with like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I mean, they're going to start going into that. You know. Um, multiverse well, see, we don't know what they're going to do with the multiverse of madness. That might just be because they did do multiverse theory kind of in Endgame a little bit. Yeah, um, a little bit. They're but branching was, out, it but it's definitely yeah. still more cohesive than the DC films. hundred percent. I just think they need to get their act together. Yeah, hundred percent. Either start over, which I don't think they are going to, or uh, figure something out. Like, as in, like you need to just stick to what you're going to do, be doing. And continue on with it. Don't change plans in the middle, in the middle of things because it's right. going to confuse everyone. Yeah, which know? is what they did with Justice League, pretty much. But I think they are going to continue with their vision or their newest kind of goal of doing pretty much separate movies. And if you like them, great. that's that's you what know, they're doing. Like that's what. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's what I think. I mean, I don't think they were going to do a Justice League two anytime soon at all i mean i think they were just gonna you know, you know make, your movies, make your joker movies make your wonder woman you know people like them you keep making them but you don't have to worry about making it one big shared universe you know? right you know what's funny i actually it's, it's it's really funny to look at this ever since justice league came out all the movies that they put out since then have actually not been that bad mm-hmm. have you not have you noticed that have you noticed that wonder woman uh aquaman shazam I actually enjoyed all of those films. Yeah, me too. I think, you know, Justice League was kind of, I mean, that's very unique because the situation that happened and, you know, bringing in two directors is probably, you know, going to muddy up the film mm-hmm. a good bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have enjoyed most of everything that they put out so far, some more than others, uh, for sure. But I, th- I think they should keep, I think they should honestly just say, you know what, the original movies weren't, Critically received as as much as they wanted to, but let's just continue on what we're doing because yeah. we can always get better. I think you have to because you, you can't. Uh, it's so tricky because you can't really start over from the whole the whole universe again because, I mean, they they recast the Batman. Cost. I think the Batman, the, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, it's going to be its own separate thing now, just like the Dark Knight was. You know, its own separate mm. deal. But on the other hand, you have Wonder Woman, who is. Uh, so successful and she's such a popular character in this iteration of Wonder Woman is you know same with Aqu- Aquaman like he, he he's a popular character and this version of Aquaman is very um, he's awesome yeah I mean, Jason Momoa is awesome as Aquaman yeah and, and I think a lot of fans like him but you know what are you going to do when you have a new Justice League movie if they do that I mean reboot it but with the same actors I don't know yeah so same actors <laughs> in Justice League but replace Ben Affleck with Robert Pattinson <laughs> you think <laughs> I mean, Man, okay. Well, I don't I'm think they're going to worry about it. I think they're just going to have everybody kind of be on their standalone. Do their okay, I'm actually, I'm branching over to have two questions for you. One's DC related, one's Marvel related, okay? Okay. You ready for a DC one? Because that's what we're talking about, talking about right now. DC? Yeah. Is, are the Harley Quinn movies considered DC underground? I know they're part of the DC scene universe, but they're just so different than the rest of the films. And I felt like that, that the, even the most recent Harley Quinn film which is so out of out of the blue about what it was trying to do. What do you think? Do you think that they're supposed to be like separate things? Because it was rated R. No, I think it's very much in the same universe. I mean, obviously. Um, I know it's in the same universe, but like, as in like, is it a different like staple on the universe? You know, like kind of like how the Marvel TV shows, 
were part of the MCU, but they aren't part of the MCU. Yeah. Well, kind of, kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies have their very specific feel. Same with the Ant Man, like very specific feel of the movie. They're on the same universe, but you know, an Ant Man movie is going to be different than um, a Thor movie. You know. But why would you? Why would you make a Harley Quinn sequel, which majority of your fan base is going to be under eighteen? Why would you? Why would you make a movie that's rated R? I don't know. I mean, that's why I, I don't really have very much confidence in Warner Brothers because they make a lot of decisions that don't make sense to me. You know, I don't. They don't. I, it it like, does not make sense. They obviously made the Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey movie because of Harley Quinn's popularity. Yes, which but, I, okay, I, love I think she's, Bro- my, she's my favorite villain. Yeah, I mean, One I, I like Harley Quinn a lot. I, I the Birds of Prey movie wasn't my favorite, but no, I hate that movie. I think Warner Brothers backtracks on their decisions a lot. Because yes. if you look at yes. the original, um, it was going to be called Birds of Prey, right? And then yeah. they decided, oh, oh Harley you're, talking Quinn. The t- you're talking about the title. Yeah, the, the title, title the And then it was, oh my God. It was, uh, what was it? Uh, Birds of Prey and the <laughs> Fabulous Emancipation. One Harley Quinn. Harley, Harley Quinn, yeah. And after about a week in theaters, they changed they it to do. Harley Quinn Birds and the Birds of Prey. Prey. Yeah. yeah, I like. And they had to, the, I mean, they got all, not they got all the theaters to change it. I remember that. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Yeah. Because I, I saw it released. I think it's still officially the same title as uh, Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, whatever that is. I think that's still officially titled, but for, um, I guess, like movie marquees and everything, it's called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Just so they could um, push Harley Quinn. I just looked it up, and it's it, they retitled it Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Really? So if you go and buy the Blu-ray... Yeah. The Blu-ray says Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Well, see, that's the thing. It's weird. I'm looking up on Google. The first thing that comes up is, Har- is Harley Quinn, Birds of Play. Bir- Birds of, not Birds of Play, Birds of yeah. Prey. And then it's Birds of Prey movie.com, which I, they can't change that probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, but if you go to IMDb, it says Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Right. So it's like both. It's kind of like, uh, what's that movie that came out with... Uh, uh, Tom Cruise, yeah, like Live Die Repeat, whatever. Yeah, I don't, that no, that's how I know movie. about. Yeah, it's a great that was movie, an awesome but movie. same title. Yeah, I think it. See, I what, think it's still officially Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's on the Blu-ray, but Birds of Prey is real big. Harley Quinn is also real big. Speaking of that, I'm gonna tell you what they messed up at on that film, the marketing mm-hmm. and and the rating. They they should have not made it. P, they should have made it PG-13 first and foremost. Yeah. Secondly. They should have never named it Birds of Prey and Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. You always put your big your big wing piece at the top. Yeah. Because yeah, the, I, no no one's gonna look for Birds of Prey and Emancipation of Harley Quinn. They're gonna look for Harley Quinn. Yeah. And I, I just think Warner Brothers makes a lot of decisions that they like they make them like a week to like just way too late. Like they realize that like a week or two weeks after it hit theaters, like, oh man, this is not as doing what we thought it was. Like they make no, they make a ton of decisions like that. I'm like, that's why I don't have faith in it. What? We we just graduated yeah. from from business school. Yeah, about a year ago. When did we learn something like that? We learned that probably like our second year of business school. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of like, things like that. Ha- I'm like, gosh, like that just seems like common sense. Like, why would you? I don't know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. You know what's funny? We visited we uh last year was that last year? No, two years ago we visited the Warner Brothers lot. That was last we year. LA. That was like no, it wasn't. That was twenty senior year. Eight. That was eighteen. That was twenty eighteen. 
Yeah, but we visited the Warner Brothers lot, and they seemed like they had their stuff like unlocked, man. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was everything was pretty pretty unlocked, and it, it was actually it's a big lot if you've never been. Yeah, but um, we visited the they have a little area where they have all the Harry Potter stuff, and they also have uh, not the real stuff in the movies because the, the real stuff is in uh, London, right? Well, they have some of the real uh, stuff there. They had some of it, but yeah, it's in London. But then the rest, of, most of it's in London. Yeah, but they had they had the actual suits from Justice League like on display. Mm-hmm. It was really cool was really to cool. see that stuff up close, and the costumes were beautiful. They were beautifully yeah. designed. They were nice looking and everything, and it was it was amazing to kind of see that kind of stuff. But I don't know, man. I feel like the DC universe, if they could just get their shit together for maybe like two years, they could be even better than the MCU at some point. Yeah, I think because because I'm not gonna lie to you, some of their characters are way more in- interesting than some of the MCU characters. Mm-hmm. They can be. Like yeah. their backstories and how they look and everything and just like what they can what can be done with them right you know it's it's uh it's just it's just sad but yeah to see I, it happen like this yeah it is because there's so much potential there like oh man, but they just make it they just made too many missteps in my opinion and i don't think that they can really get it back on track how it was intended to be you know so <sighs> i think i don't know but i think that's that's I don't want to say a complete failure, but it that's the thing I don't like that upsets me about the DC movies is I just know yeah. that it has not been as good as it could have been, you know? Yep. Yep. I don't know. Makes them harder to watch for me. Let me look. I'm looking up upcoming DC films here. Like we got, um, they're obviously doing, they're doing Batman, the Batman. I mean, I hate these uh, TLDRs. They're doing, they're doing one, one over 1984. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, I like the yeah, first one. Hopefully it's good. Um, Suicide Squad. That's another one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot they were doing that. Yeah, with James uh, Gunn directing. Yeah. For, oh yeah, that's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I hope this that because the first Suicide Squad, I felt like it could have been even better. Than, that that also was a tragedy too, Suicide Squad. But. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's another one we could have a thirty minute conversation on. But yeah. same thing, like the movie was recut mm-hmm. from the original version. Yeah. Yeah, it was they the first trailer that they put out was really popular and so they hired that company to recut the film to be more like the trailer so they hired a trailer editing company to edit the film that's what they did yeah dude yeah so that's why it's it's there's a ton of stuff in there that was not in the trailers uh, like a lot of joker stuff was left on the cutting room floor i mean that's that's what they did so have you ever seen that picture of eric andre shooting uh shooting uh what's hannibal burris like shooting him in the chair and he looks at he yes. looks at the camera and yeah. goes, "Why would anyone do this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. That's yeah. literally what's happening right now, man. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. They have a lot of. Good I mean, that, right I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just another misstep and like I think a decision that is not a good one that they did no. with the with Suicide Squad. So I mean, that's another hashtag like with release the Snyder cut. There's also like a release the Ayer cut because I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of just it's not the director's original vision. And I think if you hire a director to do something and for his vision, you don't change it halfway through and you end up not liking it. You know, well, just trust well, if him. We have a, a, a Edgar Wright situation with Ant Man. You know, they, they changed for the good. I thought Ant Man was pretty good. Yeah, me too. But that was a lot earlier in the process. That is true. He wasn't in the middle of making his film I've... or done with the film and they decide, nope, we're going to reshoot it, re edit it. Do all this stuff with it. That is true. I've also I mean, heard he, that uh, 
at Marvel, they have the the director doesn't have as much like control as he would if he was like a standalone film. You know, like there's right. only so many things he can and can't do. Like he, he has creative decisions on like, you know, James Gunn, he can write the script, but he has to have this thing in there. He has to do this. He can he can take these properties, yes, but he has to he can't only do this or he can't have this person in there or whatever. You know, right. Like, well that's because you have your Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, overhead and making sure that the everything fits in the universe that they've created. Right. And so yeah, he can say, uh yeah, you can't really do that because we plan on doing this later or yeah, do this or make this movie, but this, this, and this has to happen in it. And then they have complete freedom to do whatever they want, is what my understanding, as yeah. long as they, you know, well, stay in those guidelines that are given. That's the reason why Edgar Wright left, was because he said he didn't have as much creative freedom as he wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I hear that a lot with Marvel films, but I think that's the price you have to pay, have to pay. for, co- for yeah. cohesion. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, I agree. I feel like all the films are, I mean, they're, they're form, the former is obviously working, you know, they... I think at this point they're definitely uh what's the word where like you uh polarized people where it's like either you really like the MCU or you don't like it at all. Yeah. And that's good. And that's something I've noticed, especially with the latter, I guess kind of phase three films, is I I mean they do are starting to seem a little formulaic to me. You know, kind of like like the same the same outline, but you just replace this character and pretty much the same beats happen. Well, to you know? some people the the MCU has always been formulaic. And that's why that's yeah. why they don't like it. Yeah, but I've 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 started to notice it with uh, the phase three with like Captain Marvel and maybe Black Panther and some of those. I I mean films, all films that I liked, but I feel like man, I'm just kind of getting the same thing with a different coat of paint on it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean that's I mean that's just that's just how it is, man. But I mean yeah. I, I I can see that too. You know, for example, like. Um, some of the okay, let's 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 rewind a thought back to two thousand eight before uh, Endgame. I'm mean, sorry, before the Avengers. Would you say arguably that those films, now if you look back, look back on them compared to what we have now, is Phase One good? Like, um, like, like, are those the ones you actually go back to and watch? Besides Iron Man One, that one's really good. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have. It's hard because those are the ones I've watched the most because they've been out yeah. the longest. Yeah. You know, fair point. So I've probably seen those more than anything. So they do get a little repetitive for me to watch. And you know, if I'm like trying to watch my movies, the movies in order, sometimes I do that. And the ones that are hardest for me to watch to get through is the one that is hardest for me to get through is. Thor in phase one, just because it's, I don't know, it's a little slower, and after so many times of watching it, it's not, you know, it's a lot different than Thor Ragnarok, you know, I mean, that's kind of one of the tougher ones in phase one for me to get through. Um, I think they're good, but not the best awful movies out there, besides maybe like Iron Man 1. Do you think that... Is up there. I, right think, I like now, Captain America a good bit. Yeah, it's pretty good. Do you, do you think that at some point, the MCU, like I said, they're being kind of repetitive? At some point, mm-hmm. it's just all fan service. At, as at, you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's just leading to the next big, next big thing. You know, because um, the reason why a lot of people have problems with the, with the movies, I've noticed, is that they they didn't come in at the start or they don't watch all of them. So when they watch a film, a Marvel film, they're watching it as a standalone film, not as part of the universe. Yeah, and they see they see the flaws of what they are. You know they they don't they don't see the entire MCU they don't see oh that little hint of um of uh, the next movie or they don't see that uh, callback to four years ago they see a film as what as a film 
And does that, I think that hurts them, but also helps them in a way because they do want to have that fan service, but they also want to try to bring in new, new, um, new people. But let's think about a team like this. 80% of your business is going to come from 20% of your audience. So, you know, so you want to appeal to those 20% of people as much as you can, but also try to still try to bring in new people. What do you mean by that? Like, who's your 20% audience? The people who are already locked in. Like, the people who have been at it since Iron Man 1. People like us who really are comic book fans, like, no matter what. Um, you know, uh, people who have been comic book fans since they, were, since they were kids, back in, like, the 80s and 70s and stuff like that. Those are your, your 20%. Your 80%. Pretty much people, people are going to go watch the movie yeah. no matter what. Yeah, exactly. And your 80% are people who are, you know, one-off moviegoers who just want to go see a movie. Who don't really yeah. care. They don't care about it. They just, they might watch it if it's on TV or if it's on Netflix, right. but they're not going to go day one to the films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's your hardcore fan base. You do want to please them, but you also got to think about it like this too. They're going to bring in majority of your money because those are going to be your repeat customers, but also you want to still try to bring in more and more, build that main audience too. And right. I think that that's the that that's kind of what's hurting MCU at this point is that there's just so much backstory to it. It's kind of like uh, with comic books, you know, like a lot of people are intimidated to read comic books because they don't they want to they don't want to start in the middle and be confused. They want to start from from the very beginning, but it's so much. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. That is something you have to worry about. I mean, I think Marvel does a good job about having the ten year fans who've been there since Iron Man one and making the movie successful for new viewers. But, like, say, for instance, when Avengers Endgame came out, and a lot of my friends at the time, you know, hadn't seen any Marvel movies. I was like, okay, well, we got to watch some. And, you know, they want to go see Avengers Endgame. So I'm here I'm trying to figure out, okay, which ones do you have to see yeah. for it to make sense to you, a new viewer? You know, and that is, that is something. Like, it's, it's a lot to watch all the, all the Marvel movies that have come out. Like, it, it takes you, I don't know how long is it now, like, at least two days, if you just do at nothing. Least two but, days, yeah watch yeah, yeah watch all of them so it, it is kind of intimidating for new viewers coming in that would be interesting I, to see what they're uh, how they would deal with that like as a company like their business model kind of speaking of that so so just to add on to that um there was a study uh well someone brought up a good point it was in a study someone brought up a good point a reason why people don't play video games like later on in life they never played them before mm-hmm. it's not yeah there is a factor of they don't want to play them because they just never have but say what it's a big barrier of entry to video games also, which is I'm saying that because I'm just saying that there's a barrier to entry now for these films. Like, for example, like if you if you hop onto a game now, it's expected for you to kind of know how to do left, right, how to turn the camera, what the X button does, you know, X is jump most of the time, you know, square is usually punch or action or whatever most of the time. Right. You're, is you're, it though? Because because most, each I mean, new game you start, they there is a tutorial like a the first yes, but no the game is like teach you how to do the game. Yes, but no. It just depends on the game, and it just depends on uh, what you're doing. Because the only thing they're kind of showing you, the mechanics are usually the same, right? If you have a shooter, the shooting buttons are on the on the outsides. Mm-hmm. That's and then usually the walking buttons usually on the left. It's right. always usually like that. It's and then like this. It's usually the same formulate based stuff. And sometimes you do have the good games where like, they kind of go over the basics and show you that kind of stuff. But most, like, I feel like a lot of newer newer games, they don't, they don't. And they go through it really quickly and expect you to know it kind of a sense. You know, that's... Yeah, that's, but I think, I mean, I kind of think it's all, I mean, I think it's always been like that because how did, how did we learn to play games? Like, 
it was kind of the same thing. They had that we learned from that beginning tutorial at the beginning of the game teaches us how to play that game. And it just so happens that like most of the games have the same buttons and a lot, you know. Yeah, but like, guess what though? Computer being the the right button, but. I don't know. Is it any different from how we learn how to play games? Yes and no. So, like, let's say like this. So, say when we when we're younger, we learn how to play games. Um, we actually, it's the games are they're separate, right? You know, I can learn how to play this game, and I can learn how to play this game, whatever. But I actually grew up, so now I have a, I have a backlog of games of just like knowledge. I know how to. I know I don't have to look down and know which one is the X button. I can just I know which one it is because I've been using the same X button for twenty years. Right. It's stuff like that where it's like it's like a muscle memory is built up. It's kind of that's what I'm trying to relate to back to the movies where like right. I don't have to go back. It, to it would be intimidating for new, never, right? Like a person who's never played the game before, kind of. Yeah, exactly. yeah. feel yeah. like it's a lot to learn or a lot to catch up on, even right. though it might not be. Right, and it, I mean, even for us, muscle memory. For example, we can spot off Marvel facts like like it's nothing, like it's part of our daily lingo, which it is. But to someone who's never seen a Marvel film, and you have twenty three going on. I think it's more than that now. Twenty four, right? Uh, Yes, yeah, versus right, 24, yeah. 24 films. It's intimidating to look at that and say, oh, I have to watch 24 films to catch up. Right. Nah. You know, like. Well, I, you know, I find that with uh, the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, pretty recently, my sister and my mom came to me and they were like, I, I want to do like a Star Wars movie marathon because um, they had never seen any of them before. It's like, oh, great. So I had to figure out which ones to show them first. Yep. But they, they were really, I, I showed them the original trilogy first, in episodes four, five, and six. Then I went to one, two, and three. Then I showed them seven, eight, and nine. But gosh, you like you showed really... them uh, solo and uh, work one. No, uh, <laughs> I, I they didn't really care about those as much because I think what they they they'd already seen Rogue One. Um, we had planned on watching Solo later, but we just didn't get around to it. Solo's actually not that bad. Just saying. No, I like Solo. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would like to see that as a Disney Plus series too. But that's off topic. Um, but so they were pretty intimidated and didn't know how to get into the star wars universe you know what what do i watch first you know does this, ha- does this happen first and we watch the prequels like so this is before what we just watched with luke Connolly. i was like yes and so when we went to the the uh sequel trilogy you know so this is after like the whole timeline is confusing for star wars for new star oh. wars people coming in so unless you have somebody like myself to bring you in yep. and show you this is what you have to watch and help explain it to you it would be very confusing to new people and it still is even if you have somebody you know like that but hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I mean, even with the Star Wars, they just have nine films, and it's confusing for a lot of people. So I can imagine twenty-four films. I mean, I can, yeah. I uh, it would be a lot. When I first watched the Star Wars film, I looked it up too. I was like, well, which one should I, should I watch? Like, Episode Four came out first. What what is this? I had to look it up and research it. You're right. Like, it's confusing. And I looked up like uh like a whole like there's like three different ways you can watch it. Basically, where you can watch it in like release order. Um, episode order and there's like another way you can watch it or something like that where it's like mm. it's like a, a, a weird order where it's like you watch four or five then one two three then, then six or yeah. something like that yeah like i had to look that up too but unfortunately i think the best way from what i saw was i watched four five six one two three then seven eight nine which i think is the best way just saying yeah, yeah. ultimately i do too and that's the way i showed them but i you know through that process it got me second it got me second guessing myself because you know that i mean that that's how the rest of the world saw it, you know, was four, mm-hmm. five, six, because they came out first, then one, two, three. And, you know, I, like prequels are meant to be seen after the fact. Like they assume that you know certain things yep. watching the original. That's what a prequel does. But we watched four, five, and six, and I started showing them one, two, and three. 
No, I'm sorry. We were we were watching the original trilogy, like four, five, and six, and they were asking a ton of questions to me, and I would say, "Well, you can find that out in the prequels." You know, <laughs> and I was like, "God." They're like, "So, what's some example?" They're like, "So, how does like the government work, and how does like who's the empire and stuff?" I was like, "Well, you know, how did they get into power?" I was like, "Well, that's really you have to watch the prequels and stuff, and about." you know, who Darth Vader's father was and like, aren't Luke and Leia sisters and how do they not, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, maybe you should watch the prequels first. Cause they had so many questions. I was like, it was like 10 questions. I was like, you just have to watch the prequels. I mean, also you have to remember too, that like you've pretty much been, been spoiled. If you're watching a movie later on, like for example, if you're watching star Wars now, you, you know, the spoilers, you know, but back in like the eighties mm-hmm. when it came out, you didn't know that Luke and Leia were brother and sister. You didn't know that watching a movie. Yeah. Now you do. Now you know Luke. I'm your father. You know. You know all that stuff. But like, before, well, like they, they, yeah. they knew. They knew like Luke and Leia were sisters, brother and sister. And they knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah. But she, my sister didn't really understand. She was like, "Well, Luke and Leia are sisters, but they're sisters." But isn't isn't? Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Luke and Leia are brother and sister, but Darth Vader is Luke's father. So. Wouldn't he be Leia's father too? And why is she, you know, like why is he Luke Skywalker? She's Leia Organa, you know. So I like, well, she got it. She was adopted, and they had to split him up at birth and go through all that, you know. So it, they they knew certain stuff, but it was still confusing. Yeah, them, you know, that's like, weird. That's weird to think mm-hmm. to think to think about it like that. It made sense because it's like you already kind of have a backstory of what's going on, but when you go back and watch like the actual source material, it doesn't make any right. sense, huh? That's, yeah. that's an interesting point you brought up where it's like, you know, maybe you should have saw, saw the prequels first. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I don't interesting. Know. I, I, I'm still not decided. So I think the next new person that I bring into Star Wars, I will show them the prequels you're first. You're going to experiment? <laughs> yeah, I really would like to do some experiments on it because just, yeah. to, just to see. But Okay, yeah. well, we got a long ways from the Snyder Cut. Yeah, but it's all important. <laughs> it's all important, my Yeah, friend. no, it all, it all is important. But... Um, I don't think I have much to say about that. That's gonna be on HBO Max. I'm really excited I have a question. about it. I have a question. Okay. Are you are you getting HBO Max Max because of this? Already already have HBO now, I think. Oh, I do too. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. So it comes So if you have HBO now, um you're gonna get HBO Max. I forgot about that. I do have that. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna so watch yeah, it. I'll have it. Oh yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I'm excited. Oh, something else I want to say about this. Um I think on our first podcast. We talked about movies being released on straight to video on demand, right? And not having the theater experience. Yes. And I think both of us said, I don't really mind that unless it's a movie that warrants the theater experience, like a big action movie like The Avengers. So this, here's the, the this is the exact case. Um, the Justice League is the DC's version of Avengers, right? Oh. So this would be a movie that clearly benefits from being oh. on the big screen with the, you know, the great sound and everything, IMAX theater. This is the movie for that. But we're not going to have that option. We only have the TV in our living rooms, you know. So should it get a theatrical release? I mean, I mean, this, what do you think? All right. I hate to say this, but I'm going to go back on what I said. Okay. This should not have a theatrical release, even if it is a big blockbuster. You know why? Because it's just going to confuse people. And, no one, and to be honest with you, this re-release... It wouldn't draw enough of a crowd to do another release of this. Yeah, I think. I think that this is a fan service. This is great for streaming because, like, it's it's something you can watch at your at your leisure. 
it's not a big investment at this point. You're not, you're, well, honestly, they're spending almost as much as they would on a normal film. But they spent like $50 million on Justice League, didn't they? Yeah, well, they, so, I mean, it obviously is a big enough deal to spend $20, $30 million on it. Like, that's a huge deal. But it's also, you know, the director reportedly wanted to do some reshoots for it. And Warner Brothers said, nope. You can only have money to do, um, you know, additional CGI and some additional dialogue, but no, absolutely no reshoots. So, you know, they won't fork out as much money, you know, as they would for a regular movie, but it's still a lot. And so, you know, I think if it was released into theaters, it would be confusing for people and people would, wouldn't really Whoa. know what's going on. But there obviously is a huge amount of people that know exactly what's going on and know what the Snyder Cut is. Um, because they've been using the hashtag, and if it wasn't a lot of people who were wanting to see it, they would have never put in the money to put it on HBO Max, you know? Well, here's two things. For one, I think this is the first reason why they're not going to release it um, on theatrical release. Number one, they they don't, they, this is not going to be canon. This is going to be a standalone thing that's just fan service, right? Like, as in, like, this is going to be, this is, the Snyder Cut is not canon. It's just not part of DC standing universe. It's just something yeah, but, we put you know, out. I don't even know what is canon with the DC <laughs> Number two, look at this. This is H- this is HBO we're talking about. Mm-hmm. HBO put almost eight. I think they put eight million dollars into an episode of Game of Thrones. So twenty million to HBO is nothing. Like right. let's be let's be honest, it's not. So I don't think that that's like yes, the it's almost as much as like a normal feature length film. But this is also a superhero film with a lot of special effects. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of long. It's like this Snyder Cut is like two hours long, right? Two and a half hours or something like that. Yeah, probably at least two and a half. Yes, I don't think, I think that the, the budget does come into play, but I think that this is, a, if they're going to put some, if this has never been done before. Let's just say this. Yeah. Like you, no, we never had a recut of a film come out this soon like this mm-hmm. in this type yeah. of way. Um, I think this is, it's a very smart play for them to put it out on HBO instead. Mm-hmm. That's a very smart play. And I think that this is this is not I think what I was saying was this is not a, a normal circumstance to where it would it it would go back on my original point of saying that. But I prefer to just to go out into normal theaters. Yes, very much so. But I don't think this is what I was saying by that. I mean, like if it was like a normal like, say, for example, they decided to do this with Black Widow, I'd be upset mm-hmm. because I haven't seen Black Widow. I've seen Justice League before. I saw you it. Know, I see this this version of Justice. I know, League. but I've seen, you've only seen twenty percent. Think about it. It's it's eighty twenty. The theatrical releases. So you've really I only saw twenty percent of what this movie. I saw Henry Cavill's non-existent mustache. Okay, I saw it on a big <laughs> screen. I saw. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. But uh, it, I mean, they, they're saying this is going to be a complete new thing, new movie. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that we were saying, yeah. So action movies, things like Black Widow and stuff. If we had the option, we would wait and see it probably in theaters. If we had the option, we don't have that option for this. No. You know, I just thought I thought just thought that was it was interesting. And that's exactly what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And you know, here it is coming to life. But yeah, obviously, obviously, this is another thing that would not be happening without streaming services. You know, um, streaming services are a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. They really are because you uh, come into the problem of you run out of things to watch and you. You run out of things to watch, and you also have the problem, like like the trolls two situation where people get upset. Like we have a whole movie chain can like like canceling out 
a movie studio because they, they're choosing to do business with streaming services instead. Um, right. You have well, the, yeah, I mean, they have pros and cons, but ultimately, I think for the consumer and the fans of things, it's been mostly positive. Yeah, you know? I like agree. This, like this, we would never have gotten it if not for HBO Max coming out with the streaming service. I agree. But uh, another thing that I don't think that would have happened without streaming service is the uh, new Marvel TV shows that are coming to Disney+. Plus. Wait, I think we talked about that last week. That's very much a thing that would not happen or have existed if it wasn't for Disney+, Plus wanting new people and you know new content for their service. Um, uh, so let's dive into those and kind of talk about each one and what we our expectations are for them and what we're looking forward to. Okay. I'm going to be real. Uh, honestly, I don't need any more streaming services right now. So I'm going to just, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get Disney plus for like a few months and then cancel it. You don't already have Disney plus. No. Oh, I thought you did. Why would I have? That's that? right. You watched the Mandalorian yeah. on my account. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't want, okay. Look, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the biggest Disney fan. Gotcha. So I don't see a, a need for me paying 8,000 a month to watch things that I'm not going to watch. Just saying. I have Netflix, I have YouTube, and Hulu. I'm gotcha. good. And HBO Max. Yeah. Right, Disney, Disney Plus is very much up my alley because, you know, I'm a fan of Disney films and I kind of have the one account with all my family, but they're part of Disney films. And it has Star Wars and Marvel and National Ge- Geographic um, and Pixar. I mean, I watch all that stuff. So How much uh, new content do they put on there? Um, well, they have a huge backlog of stuff on like all the old disney classic movies and everything um but it's pretty much like it all every disney movie i'm pretty sure this i read this but every disney movie that was, was released in 2019 is currently on disney plus now so are they updated uh i mean they're, they're constantly putting new stuff on there they are because my problem the reason why i didn't want to get it was um for one like i said i'm not a big super big disney fan you know like i'm not gonna i don't want to binge watch uh the Disney movies. There's, don't get me wrong, I love some of the Disney. They're awesome. Yeah, but that's really only like one fifth of what you have on there. Because if you open up Disney Plus, it's got Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic. It's like the five categories you can click on. But see how how much of that do I how much of that do I want to watch? Like the only, honestly, the best bet for me is the Marvel movies, which honestly I could just uh, if I want to watch them. Yeah, I own them. So like I don't really see a point in it for me. But I can I right. get it for other people. But it's got you know? a backlog of like oh like the you know animated Marvel TV shows like the animated you know spectacular oh, Spider Man and all yeah like all those all, yeah it's pretty well, like a huge like the old X original X Men cartoon which is really popular with a lot of people is on there. I mean they have a, a huge backlog. I can see I can see it making sense for a family with kids. I can see that. But I'm a 22 year old bachelor. I don't I don't think I need Disney Plus. <laughs> Not not right now until the What If series comes out. Yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why they're creating these shows, so to get people like you who currently don't have it and don't want it to watch the Disney shows on there. Well, see, you the, definitely want to watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, I mean, yeah, and also uh, WandaVision and all this stuff. But, you know, uh, they, they also have ESPN, too. I think there's a package where you can get ESPN, uh, Disney Plus, and like Hulu together or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's not on Disney Plus, but you can pay like twelve ninety nine or something to get all three of those. I see that's that's very smart. Because, I mean, they own ESPN, but like that's very smart to kind of do that to get like the older crowd and the younger crowd to kind of yeah. get the bundle. But yeah, what uh, back to what we were saying about the uh, the actual the Marvel shows. Yeah, so the first one that's going to be released is the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It says late twenty twenty. Um, I don't know how much these dates have shifted. 
Um, but this is right now probably my most anticipated TV show that is coming out. I am more excited for one for one division. Really? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Captain America. Is, I, I, I'm still not positive. But like, I, I, I think about it every day. Like, which one? Which character is my favorite? But uh, Captain America is probably, probably my favorite. Um, so I, that's kind of why I'm really interested. interested Identity in this crisis year, right? over here. <laughs> yeah, really is. But why yeah. I'm looking forward to it is because it has. Um, it's gonna take place after the events of Avengers Endgame, which means Falcon is gonna be Captain America. Um, it's gonna have Bucky's coming back. Um, they have Daniel Brawl coming back as Helmet Zemo from Silver War. Um, but pretty much what my understanding is, um, so Steve made um, Sam the new Captain America, right? Yeah. But what it looks like is, and I kind of based on the comics where the same thing happened, where Sam became Captain America. So I, I think this TV show is going to be this. Sam is new Captain America, but the government doesn't necessarily want uh, a black Captain America. Whoa, you think you think they're gonna go that far? I think so, because that's I mean it happened in the comics oh. and if you look they Wyatt Russell is playing um John Walker, who in the comics was a supervillain who went by um I think he was super patriot um in the comics, but he's very much blonde hair, blue eyes, military guy, and he's in a Captain America version of a Captain America that's- outfit. Um and they in the little trailer they they released with like looking at the few shows, you you could see him like running um like to a football stadium and like the so the government i think is trying to make him the new captain america i'm gonna ask you a question why do you think that it's gonna be about him being black because i feel like that's that's something that they've never done before okay that's probably the reason why you're thinking that because that's, that's something that they've never touched on before and yes that did happen in, in the comic books but do you think they would really do that to the to the property the, like this iteration for this most mass audience, because this, this is mostly towards kids now. But okay, to be fair though, we don't know what these what these TV shows are aimed at, because you know the um the Netflix model TV shows were aimed more towards the uh, adult crowd. Um, if 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 they're going that route, I can see that. But if they're not, because these are supposed to be tied into the movies, I don't think that they would do that, especially on a platform like Disney Plus. I mean, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is true. That would be interesting. I would, I would love to be proven wrong, but I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, that's just based on the set photos and stuff, and I've seen and stuff I've, I've read that is kind of the way that people are thinking are going. It's going to go. Um, and I personally do. I mean, why? Why? I mean, they have a guy like Wyatt Russell, the guy who's playing that version of the Captain Captain America, the new one. Like, looks just like Captain America, like blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, he's exactly what you would think. Um, there's set photos out there. You go find it. But I mean, I think I know. I think that would be interesting, and I would like to see it i don't know it definitely would be interesting but i don't think they would they would take that leap Mm -hmm. but like you said you gotta be bold gotta be bold and do something to switch it up a little bit because i mean they if they did that i would be very surprised because even when you said it i was like whoa um that's -hmm. interesting yeah yeah that that would change it up a little bit and then uh you know it would make it would put a little bit more like weight onto it which is Mm -hmm. awesome because they have they have so much like 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 uh, mystery behind these these shows as they do for the movies, you know they just right. have we don't know what these movies, I mean these shows are gonna be like. Yeah, you know, I, you know, well maybe they maybe it'll still be the same thing, but maybe they won't dive into race politics, you know, so much. But maybe it'll be like we see like the government sees Captain America as they own Captain America and pretty much still. So they're like, you know, actually 
Steve Rogers doesn't have the right to appoint the next Captain America. The government does because Captain America is owned by the government. Ooh, that's, that'd be good. So maybe that's going to be the route they go. Maybe it has nothing to do with race. But um, that's just what Have you seen uh, The Boys? Have you seen The Boys on, on uh, Amazon? Yes, I have. Do you think they would go something like they wouldn't go something ex- as extreme as that? But like, do you think they would go something similar where it's like a like it's uh like kind of like what they do with the, with the Netflix TV shows where it's like the the more on the ground superheroes type of thing where it's no, like oh I think it's it's gonna be very much the same feel as a as movie. A movie. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I, I I'm honestly excited for the for to see what's gonna happen. You know, because apparently they're close to, like they're really closely tied to the movies. Well, yeah. I know WandaVision is really tied to uh, Doctor Strange. Because I know she's, she's supposed mm-hmm. to be in Doctor Strange. The next yeah, Doctor she's Strange. pretty much like co-starring in the new Doctor Strange. So, I don't know. But WandaVision is another one. I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them. But you say this is your most anticipated one? Yeah. Because yeah, so it's going to have Paul Bettany. It's going to come back in Vision as Vision. So, obviously, he died in Vision's Endgame. So, and a lot of what we've seen from the trailers, I mean, it looks like, looks like, Scarlet Witch and kind of based on the comics too, but kind of manifest a dream version of a family that she's created in her mind with vision and they have kids and it's kind of like, you know, it, it from the trailers that I've seen, it kind of like there's a, there's a shot of, in black and white and it looks like kind of of Wanda and vision. Um, and it looks like, you know, how I love Lucy looked. And so it kind of looks like she's creating visions and versions of her life with vision based on different decades of TV sitcoms. So there's one that very much looked like Brady Bunch type, and and there's one like I Love Lucy. So I don't know. She's I think definitely that's, time traveling. I mean, or like going through different time periods because even the clothes, the clothes are all different time periods. Yeah, I don't necessarily think she's time traveling. I think she's all just making up, making that's, it up in her That's what I mean. Head. Like not time yeah. traveling, but like she's like she's going through a different eras of like time and like maybe like living through like in her head, living through those different time periods with vision. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I just had an idea. What if she like. Like her, you know, because she's a very powerful um, witch. She's super powerful. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if they're gonna use the word mutant now because they own they they got the rights back to to the mutants. But um, she's actually really really powerful. What if at some point, what she what happens that her like her her Wanda vision creates another vision? You know, it, mm-hmm. it creates a vision from like it like because she's a she she's a her powers come well in the MCU her powers come from an Infinity Stone. And so, so does visions. So, what yeah. if her Infinity Stone powers create another vision? That would be awesome. Definitely could. I just thought of this now, but I think because this is going to come out before Doctor Strange, right? So, I think Wanda kind of goes crazy and similar to the comics, and creates like Vision and his family and stuff, and kind of things go out of hand. And I think, you know, in the uh, in the comics, she said the word mutant and like all mutants were wiped off of like yeah. never existed pretty much. I think she could probably do the same thing here, but kind of exactly reverse. So doctor so I think this they're gonna bring the mutants come like, gonna... No not necessarily, but I think I think instead of taking something away, she's gonna go to expand the universe. So this leads directly into Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness and she co stars in that. Right? And it's directly so from think, her own doing. I think she I think she can pretty much create the multiverse and the TV show. Or link the, and now Doctor or link Strange, the multiverses together. Right. And now Doctor Strange has to come in and, and fix everything in the movie that they're in together. You know? yeah. I think I think Doctor Strange is gonna deal with the repercussions of WandaVision. I think she's one of the most underused characters in the MCU. 
mm-hmm. because yeah. she's super powerful and she hasn't had her time to shine a lot just yet. You know, like even in the in, even in Endgame, she really had she really didn't have a lot of time to shine. Yeah, she really didn't. But I think that getting her own show would be awesome. And also, she's co-starring in in uh, in Doctor Strange. Awesome. Yeah, she's definitely gonna have a bigger role going forward. But yeah, I'm excited for this one also too because I I love Vision. I really liked his character in, in the movies, and I hated to see him see him go. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do and see their relationship a little more. You know, Paul Bettany's an OG too. He was in Iron Man One. Yeah, he is an OG. I thought that was very cool how they how they did that. It's a. Uh, do you think uh, Jarvis, Edith, or uh, what's the other one? The what's her name? Friday. Friday. Who will win? I will battle. Go. Jarvis. Jarvis. <laughs> he's OG. He's been around the longest. You Jarvis know, will win. Yeah, he's my pick. I would think maybe Friday because she's the newest. She she was the newest one. Yeah, I don't know. I just never. I never liked Friday. She was no Jarvis. Oh my god! What's the one that uh, that Peter had? Uh, even in death, Edith. I just Edith. That's Edith. Yeah, even in death, death I'm the, I'm the hero. hero. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Edith. No, there was another one you know too. Jarvis. You know what Jarvis stands for? Jarvis was the butler. Yeah, but you know what the anagram is for that? Not talking my head. Edith. No. Just a rather very intelligent system. That's funny, and you know, uh, I really want to get like a. This is gonna offend somebody, but I really want to get like a sticker on my car. It says Jarvis is my co-pilot. How would that offend somebody? Because it's supposed to. They usually have like it says like Jesus is my co-pilot. Usually. Oh no. Yeah. They. I've seen those around though. They have those stickers. I, lo- I love those. That's funny. Yeah, I would like one of those too. But back to Wandavision. Um, something that's interesting about this one is the other supporting characters characters are gonna have in it. So they're gonna have an adult version of Monica Rambo. Um, from she was a little girl in Captain in Marvel. Marvel. Yep. Yeah. And so then they're going to have uh, Randall Park is coming back as um, Jimmy Woo. He was in Ant-Man of the Wasp, remember? I'm mm-hmm. um, kind of the, uh, what was he, like a security? He wasn't a security guard, but. Uh, he was a security guy. Kind of yeah. over over Scott, Scott Lang's house arrest. Um, and Kat Dennings is coming back as uh, Darcy Lewis from the Thor movies. None of those have that's anything to do with any other, uh, anybody. That's, you know? You know that's, yeah. They're, I feel, those are, I feel like. They're one-off cameos, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I'm trying to figure out how they will come into the story and and fit in. Maybe um, she so. is okay. Think about it like this. Think, think, uh, think. Big universe here. We have mm-hmm. Wandavision. She's a witch. We also have Loki, which is coming out too. Mm-hmm. Do you? And we know Loki's going to be Dimension Hopper. Yeah. We know that for a fact because he, he did so. it. He did it in uh, Endgame. In, sorry, uh, Infinity War. Shit, no, he did it in Endgame. Sorry, uh, he did it in Endgame. And do you think that the TV show is going to be connected in some in some way, form, or format? And I feel like what's going to happen is that maybe uh, these two in specific, like like these two in particular, are going to be very important to the movies because they're going to be dealing with the dimension hopping, like Loki and Wider Vision, and you're going to see. You know, like maybe revisiting some of some old places or revisiting some old uh, characters that have something to do with that. For example, the Thor movies—they have they they're uh, they're they're scientific. Where that's when we first got introduced to like the cosmos and like the different realms in the in the MCU. Uh, Ant Man, we have the quantum realm. So these characters are some some sort of importance to the multiverse. I think that's the connection with them is that they're all science based. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Good good observation. Yeah. So that brings to the next one is Loki. And so I think that's very much 
going to be about his story in Avengers Endgame, you know, scooting off of the Tesseract. His adventures, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's going to be interesting because that will be in a different universe, not the main one that we've seen play out from Avengers Endgame. But, you know, when so basically in Avengers, when he goes out with the Tesseract that we see in Avengers Endgame, I mean, so he's he's going to be in his new reality and and probably I think stuff Loki up. is the most interesting anti-hero I've seen in a long time mm-hmm. because we've seen him in so many different properties at this point. Yes, like as in, but like okay, for example, the way they use him in Thor Ragnarok was amazing. It was funny. I love the idea that Loki was there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was just hanging out there. Just yeah, chilling. I've always liked you know Loki and his relationship with Thor and constantly like backstabbing him and stuff. I mean, it's they have a good. Um, they play well off of each other. So, I've, yeah, I mean, and everybody's enjoyed Loki, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to keep bringing him back, but do you think it cheapens his death a little bit in Infinity War? You mean in-game? No, that was oh, Infinity, Infinity War. Infinity right. War. Hmm. You know, I don't because the way that they're doing it, you know, this is this is a Loki who hasn't died. and He didn't die in Infinity War. You know, this is the 2012 Avengers Loki. So, I don't know, that, because of that, it, it's uh, just a little different in my brain, and I don't, I don't think so. It's different than, uh, a, than the Black Widow story, where it is, it is the same Black Widow that died. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's not can, different, can, but it kind of is can, different to me. You can even say that with. Uh, I mean, I w- actually, no, I wouldn't put this in the same category. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Gamora, but no, that's not the same category right. whatsoever. Hmm. It's not. It could be no, because that's a different dimension. Gamora, the 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 Gamora that we know never died. Um. She didn't. No, but it's, it's the same thing. Like it's the same. Like, what? What do you mean? Okay, so there's three different types of death we're talking about here, right? The first death is Black Widow. Black Widow died in this this MCU dimension, right? The the dimension that they're that the that the characters we know her from. She died. Right. Um, yeah, there there are different universes now, which we established where she is alive somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Black Widow film is focusing on the one that we know. Right, it's not. It's not a different dimension. It's actually in the the MCU that we know. The second thing we're talking about is uh, Loki. Well, this this actually the second song I was saying is Gamora. There's there was two Gamoras at, in Endgame. One Gamora is the Gamora that we know, and the second Gamora was the, was the timeline where um, where the second Thanos came from, right? And it's and the second right. Gamora died. She she, she got killed, right. and now we have a, the same Gamora. It's the same. Actually, no, that's not true. It's the same. Okay. It's the same Gamora and Thanos. Oh just wait, no. Earlier in wait, time, no, that's not true. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm confused. They, we actually did kill the, the, the original Gamora, and it's a new Gamora that doesn't yeah. remember, remember Peter Quill. So not right. wrong. So uh, it's just, it's just the Gamora before she met Peter. So if everything played out exactly the same, the new Gamora that, that lives on in Avengers Game, like she would eventually go on to die. But, yeah, but that's it, the thing. It's though. just that same Gamora just earlier in time. But, but see, now things are. But see, here's the problem though: is that they time skipped years, so she never had that experiences with Peter. She never, she never fought. Um, she never fought Igor. She never was. Um, did this and never did that. Whatever. She all she knows is uh, Thanos. That's yeah, all she knows. So but like, but now she's she's now in the present day like that. So she just skipped a few years. Yeah, and I, really, I can't, so. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the Black Widow kind of backtracking but um well actually I mean, not not really that, that's how that's how black widow is different for me because they're backtracking yeah it's not yeah they're back forward yeah that's what i was saying in this loki mm-hmm. if he's dimension hopping 
he's not backtracking, I would say, because it's, it's a different... Well, the, the Loki's... The original Loki's dead, and this is more a, a Loki from the past. Mm-hmm. That Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, the Gamora situation and the Loki situation are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But, yeah. The, but the Black Widow situation is that she's dead. She's just dead. And this is just a one-off thing. Yeah, it's not like a different version yeah. or a previous version of her. I mean, kind of is, but not really. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like they, they like the Gamora and Loki are, are like kind of the same side of the coin. Black Widow is a different right. side of the coin. But yeah, that's beside the point. Continue. I don't know. I mean, I don't have much more to say about the Loki series, but uh, something I just I just found out. Guess who who is a part of the Loki cast? Um, Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I just read that just now, and that's what I thought. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, I did not know he played the he played Light of the Queen until I saw – I'm stupid, bro. I was dumb. One day I watched a, 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 a Owen Wilson compilation on YouTube of him just saying, oh, wow. It was like 10 minutes yeah. long. And towards the, the end – yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, towards the end, it was uh, Light of the Queen. He goes, oh, wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> Do you think you want to put bets? Do you think that he's gonna say, "Oh wow"? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's like an inside joke to him now. Oh wow, great! I like but, uh, that. That surprises me. I, you know, I wouldn't expect to see him in the MCU. Like, I don't. I don't think I, we know who he's playing yet. What do you think he's gonna say? Oh wow, to Loki? No, I, I think no. He's gonna he's gonna see the Tesseract. He's gonna go, "Oh wow, Tesseract!" Yeah, like Loki's gonna disappear with the Tesseract or do something like magical. He'd be like, "Oh wow." <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. So the next show is going to be uh, Marvel's What If. And this is this is, this is my. I'm very excited for. I'm least excited for this one. Really? Why? Yeah. It's animated, and it's it's just what. Uh, I mean, it's going to be cool because it's just a bunch of comic book stories, but it's animated, and it's like it's not the same. It's it, I don't think, I don't think it's really part of the MCU. Uh, well, it's yeah. What If. So it is animated, but it has the same cast as as all the movies. So. You know, everybody you see in the movie is going to be voiced in the What If series, going to be voiced by the movie actors. And it's pretty much, I mean, it's exactly what it says. You know, what if this happened instead of this? So I think the first episode is going to be, what if Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? I think I think it's just them hammering home the point that we are doing the multiverse, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. this is them saying we are doing it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're necessarily going to be canon but you know just no but i'm saying like as in like there's just so many things that we can't do right you know that i think that's what this is what that that's hammering on the point of like the multiverse is a real thing and these may not be canon per se but they are like situations that could have happened i mean that's the point of a what if story i mean just look at you know what if i mean if this has happened and how much would they have changed i mean i'm excited to see it you don't watch anime a lot but uh in anime there's a lot there's a thing called filler episodes where like they don't really add to the story or just there for like just to have an episode or something. I skip filler. That's not just an anime. That's in a lot of TV shows, network, television, yeah. especially. Yeah. I skip filler episodes. I, I just don't like them. I mean, I do like them, but I don't. You know, like from watching, like been like from watching like a long series. I'm not gonna watch mm-hmm. that. Maybe I might. I'm probably gonna watch these though, just because I probably won't have anything. Like I'm gonna be curious about what they are and stuff. But I'm not yeah. <laughs> too excited about them. You know, I know you are, but I'm not. Not, well, you not know, as much as I don't. I don't think they're they're intending to be in in the canon universe. I, they're not trying to be filler episodes. They're not trying to masquerade as like, oh, we're 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 part of it. It's just it's just something fun to 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 do and see. You know, 
different different versions of stories that you know, you know. What if Loki wielded Mjolnir instead of Thor, you know? I mean, yeah. that'd just be fun to, something fun to explore. Yeah, it's a, it's a filler episode. Mm, yeah, I think it's different. It's not. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see it that way. I don't. Because it's not. It's not pretending to be a part of the same canon in the universe. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Anime usually doesn't have like, like if. Filler, it, so I'm saying filler, if, anime if, episodes usually their 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 filler episodes sometimes are or are not canon. Oh yeah, huh. they just they just make stories just to just because they they want to or they need to fill up time. You know. Right. So. I don't know. I don't necessarily see it as I'm trying to fill up time or I just I don't think it's that. I just I don't think it's them filling time because they, they could have they could make that slot for anything else. I don't know what they're doing it for. I don't know why they're doing the what if animated series. Maybe just to have something on Disney Plus. I don't know. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the what if stories are pretty popular, aren't they? Like in the comics? I mean I I mean I, I yeah, I mean what if Deadpool Deadpool kills the the entire MCU? That's a really popular comic. You yeah. Know, um all that stuff. So yeah, I mean they are they are popular, but I'm just saying like it seems kind of off compared to what they're what they're what they're doing. You know, right. they, if that's the only non-canon thing, thing that they make. That's kind of weird. You know. Yeah. Because even though the one the one the one shoots or the one shots, they're canon. So that that make, that's weird. Yeah, it's different, but I think they can do it. They want to do it, so they're doing it. You know, <laughs> fun to get some of the cast back and just show. Show what could have been. Um, I don't know. I don't see see it as a big canon issue to me. I just I know I, it's, I don't think it's, it's a not big, canon, so it's just fun to watch. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm just not super excited for it. Is what I'm saying. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, how about Hawkeye? Are you are you any excited about Hawkeye? I'm ready for uh for a Mohawk Eye. <laughs> some Mohawk. Eye. I'm ready for some more Mohawk. <laughs> yeah, I like that haircut until it got to the back and it kind of did like a mullet. Type of thing I thought it was funny. Like, when it, yeah. it, I think it's the best when it's raining. You know, it's like it looks like yeah. a like like a bad haircut, like, like a super bad haircut. Yeah, I don't know. It looked pretty good in the front, but I couldn't take him seriously whenever he had his arms crossed and he was like yeah. he just like sitting there with a mohawk, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's funny. It's yeah. weird. You got to show how he's changed, though, man. He's been through yeah, man. He's a. Uh, I want to see more Ronin. That's yes, what I I, that's what I was disappointed with too. We got one scene Seen with Ronan. Ronan, like barely. Man, I don't know Ronan. Ronan's really cool. I, I, yeah, I definitely would have liked to see more of that. I would. I hope they revisit Ronan in the con- in, in this show, but they probably won't. Probably won't. That would be cool if they did like a, like a, one episode, or two, like you know, kind of showing what he was up to in Japan, and like his time as Ronan. It's more of that. I don't think so, but. It, this would be the opportunity to do it. Yeah, definitely. Ronan, that would have been awesome. I think Hawkeye yeah. is definitely like a sleeper hero for me, where it's like, at first, I was like, eh, you know, a guy with an arrow, bone, bone arrow. Yeah. But Jeremy, I think, Jeremy I, Renner makes everything cool. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> but I think Ronan is the coolest version of that character. Oh, 100%. That one scene was and probably the, as cool to see. Yeah, I know. And they just didn't really do anything with it, but... We'll see, but it looks like this is going to be, I don't know, kind of the, a transition for Jeremy Renner, maybe. So he's Hawkeye's going to be training up um, Kate Bishop to kind of take his take his Hawkeye. spot. Yeah, yeah. Is Kate Bishop his daughter? She's the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why. So no. maybe, yes, she is. No, no, no. Is she not? No, they cast that girl in Avengers Endgame to be the adult version of Tony's daughter. Oh, but that scene got okay. cut out. Okay, they haven't. Right. 
they haven't cast anybody for. It was rumored that Haley Steinfeld was was offered the role, but there hasn't been any official casting. Yeah, they should just give me the role, dude. I'd be I'd be down to play that. I, uh, you know, I think there would be some non happy fans <laughs> out there. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? Hawkeye's daughter is a is a guy now, and he's twenty two in black. Just saying, yeah. he's adopted. Hey, there's a multiverse <laughs> now, so could be multiverse. Um, but no, but is is Kate Bishop actually Hawkeye's daughter, or is she not? I mean, I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. Yeah, she is Hawkeye's daughter. So that's the girl that we saw in Avengers Endgame. Yes, and also that's that her name, that's her. Oh, I thought you know I'm stupid, bro. I thought I thought Kate Bishop was someone's actual name. <laughs> No, that's the character's name. I know. I just realized that. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, I thought, wait!" I thought, you'd, I thought you'd heard of her before. Like, no, I thought I thought that was, that was the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh man, I'm sorry. Oh man, it's so funny. That's so funny. Sorry about that. No, the, Kate Kate Bishop is a character um, in the Marvel Universe. That sounds like a real takes name. Over the, Not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I think it's intended to. But she she kind of takes over the mantle of. Uh, Hawkeye in the comics, and that's very much what they're going to do here with Hawkeye training Kate Bishop to be the new Hawkeye. But I just didn't know if it was. They already have. A, I think they already have a her casting. It looks like it. I don't think they have anything official. Like it, like it's about Haley Steinfeld. Like it was heavily, heavily rumored, but they haven't. Come they might not have. Official. They might not look fixed, like officially like put it out there. Yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm excited for Hawkeye. I like Jeremy Renner. I thought he was funny and tag. You know, like I thought he was great. Oh yeah. Uh, he could definitely hold a TV show by himself, um, for sure. If he can hold, okay, this is what's what's great about this. This guy can hold his own against Iron Man, Black Panther, like these like like overly powered people, and he's got all he has is his wits and his arrows. Yeah, he's a he's a for real superhero. Like if he can go against those type of people and not like super really good. I mean, to be fair, they were, they were holding back. They were holding back, but right. he's on par with them underutilized for yeah, sure he's definitely like because i mean he was there at the um, chitara invasion he was there for civil war he was there for you know like thanos's invasion he was he's there a lot he's he's right there no fear with like these overpowered yeah. people he even had the gauntlet the infinity gauntlet for a little bit too right you know, he was, i mean he, i think that they used him more properly in avengers Endgame. oh very much so definitely definitely i'm um, excited for that yeah, me too. But this is coming a little later, in t- later 2021, I think. So we still have some time for that. Um, the next one is Miss Marvel. Okay. It is about this fictional character, not the actress, Raheem Kamala Khan. Uh, but she's a, uh, a teenage Pakistani-American girl who has shape-shifting abilities who eventually discovers that she is an inhuman. So um, in the comics, she kind of gets the mantle passed down from her from uh, carol danvers who's captain marvel so this will be this will be um cool she's i'm interested kind of, yeah she's kind of you know a lot of people say she's similar to spider-man and the fact that she's so young and has that upbeat personality and you know trying to figure herself out too so i think this would be a good good show especially for girls to see a version of themselves on screen you know do you think that they're gonna be people are gonna be confused between captain marvel and miss marvel no i think they will explain it way hopefully too. yeah yeah is a, I know at one point uh, Captain Marvel was Miss Marvel, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that's yeah, I, that's like old comic books type stuff. You know, no one's. Yeah. A lot of kids aren't gonna like look deep deep into that. You know, yeah. I have I mean, the original Captain Marvel was uh, an alien. 
Yeah. And his name was Marvel, and he became Captain yeah. Marvel. And then I man, I had I had a uh, one kid. I remember I was like fifteen or sixteen year old. This eight year old kid like like schooled me on comic books one time. <laughs> he was like, "You don't know about this." Of this thing, and I was like, bro, no, <laughs> like, I don't, like, no, I don't. But he like schooled me, he was like, like, super like knowledgeable about comic books and stuff like that. But most eight year olds don't really care, they just want to go see a movie all the day, you know? yeah. But uh, I think this would be a fun character, oh, and like, you know, all these characters, especially like Miss Marvel, she's a brand new character that is going to be is going to make her debut in Disney Plus, but she will. Go into the Marvel movie. She will get her own film. Maybe. Yeah, she will. I forgot yeah, she about might that. be. She, she might be in Captain Marvel two. She might be probably going to be in the Avengers. You know, so that's definitely something that assures you that you know this is part of the same Bef- universe. Before they were, they announced it, that she was going to get her TV show. They they announced the movie, but way before. I remember that they announced that there was going to be a Miss Marvel movie before there was going to be a um, a TV show. If I'm not uh, mistaken. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe I'm just mistaking that for Captain Marvel. So I remember that being a thing. Maybe. But they might have might have announced it and uh I don't remember that, but they might have announced it and then decided they were gonna do Disney Plus stuff and then did that instead. So Yeah. Uh what else uh, we got? Next one is Moon Knight. Ooh. I don't know a lot about him, but I'm excited to learn about him. He's he's pre- I haven't I don't know much about him, but he's kind of like um a Batman for Marvel. But he's got like some type of personality disorder, so he has mm. like a, I think I think it's like that. He's like, does he turn into a giant moon when he gets angry? No, he doesn't. <laughs> but like, you like you know what he looks like? He's all white and stuff, and he's like, yeah, That's Batman racist. wears black. Yeah. Well, he's like his costume's all white, <laughs> but he's like Batman wears black. You know, so like doesn't his enemies don't see him coming? But like Moon Knight says, like he wears all white because he wants his enemies to know that he's coming, and like to like shit their pants face. He looks pretty cool. You know? Yeah, like I, I like him a lot, and uh, he's 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 a weird. You know what he looks like? He looks like um, a bird turd. Have you ever seen like bird bird turd? <laughs> yes. This is pretty. I don't. Is well, he? I'm, I'm what excited. is he like? What, is he like a Japanese or American or something? I think he. I think he has some Egyptian um background or something. And um, I don't know. It's on my list of Let's comics. See, I'm looking him up right now. He was in the Avengers at one point too. Well, yeah. He's Jewish. Jewish. How do you speak of something makes up Egyptian and Jewish? I thought I read that. That he's Egyptian. People call me a Jew all the time because I'm pretty cheap. And it's the like, nose, I dude. just have like... It's the nose. Know, my family. Yeah, and the nose. I'm like... My, most of my family Dude, does. the I'm nose like, kills it, though. Because you know what's really fun? Actually, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I feel like I should have known this because he's like... About my like, nose? No, no, no. <laughs> no, not about your nose. No, about Jewish people. All right. This is going to sound like really messed up, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, um, shame. They were saying mm-hmm. there's a difference between like being a Seth Rogen Jew and an Andy <laughs> Samberg Jew. And I and I went, wait, Andy Samberg's Jewish? And I was like, I feel like I knew that, but also I didn't well, You know. know what I said? I said, wait, Seth Rogen is Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Really? You thought you didn't know Seth Rogen Jewish? Yeah, I didn't know. He's, he's definitely Jew- okay, dude. Every movie he wears like, a Star David somewhere on his on his eye. If you body. put those two side by side and you're like, which one is Jewish? I would definitely go with Andy Samberg. No, you would not. I would I definitely because he looks well, more Jewish. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair, usually Seth Rogen's wearing something that that's like screams, "I am Jewish." Andy Samberg really doesn't. He just looks Jewish. You know, you can't just assume one looks Jewish. You know, yes, you can. I mean, yeah, you can, but. <laughs> So what does Moon Knight like have like a does he does he like celebrate Hanukkah? Uh, I'm gonna look it up. 
I don't know. I mean, he does. probably. Okay, the fi- the first thing that comes up when I say on Twitter is does Moon Knight celebrate Hanukkah is five lesser known Jewish superheroes and then comic book <laughs> heroes celebrate Hanukkah Hanukkah in this in this delightful something. These are like very unknown people who are like Jewish people not get a lot of like appearances in cartoons. It sucks. Yeah. After reading like everybody that's coming to like the MCU and, and stuff, it's just it's like so comic booky. It's like the most obscure characters, like like uh, Kid Harrington plays Jon Snow. Yeah, he, okay, he's gonna be Wolverine. He just I'm calling the, it right now. He's gonna be Wolverine. No, no, no. He's gonna be a character called uh, Black Knight. What? Wait, so they wait? Whoa, I'm he's so like a behind. Super obscure character. Black Knight. He was. Who's? Is this a good guy? I would. I would hope so. Yeah, he's a good guy. The only reason I know him is because uh, when I was little. And me and my brother had, like, a, a book. It had, like, a lot of superheroes and, like, Marvel heroes and had, like, their abilities and mm-hmm. powers and short little stories on it. And we would go through there and we would pick out a character and we would fight mm-hmm. as them and, like, see who would win. Uh, and, like, I would – I just remember, like, Black Knight being in that book and me being the Black Knight. That's all – that's how I know it. <laughs> I but. see – okay, look, my my guess today, they announced what show he's in? Yeah, he's going to show up in The Eternals. That's what first. I fig- figured because – um. But he's not in Eternals characters. I know he's he's gonna be in the Eternals movie, which I'm excited for. I need to do more research on like all these new characters because yeah. I have no idea. They showed like the concept art of like and all the characters and actors on stage. There, um, they look pretty dope with the Eternals. Pretty cool. They're like kind of like um, kind of reminds me of like Asgard. Like they're kind of more regal and like their costumes are like pretty sleek looking. I think that's gonna be one of the good ones too. I think these all are gonna be good. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that there's not much room to for like error. To be fair, right. like I really, I really don't. I have a lot of trust in Marvel at this point. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I don't think anything they put out is going to be really bad. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy all of it. I'm, I'm really going to enjoy. I think uh, She Hulk, the the last show that's been announced. Um, how do you feel about this one? My dad really loves the old Hulk, like from like like Lou Ferrigno, like. Like cheesy mm, yeah. TV show Hulk, yeah. he loved it, and I feel like this is gonna be my ver- my version of that. You know, okay. like I'm gonna be looking forward to watching it, even though it's probably gonna be shorter than his Hulk. You know, right. when it, it was David Banner instead of Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. but like uh, I think I'm really looking forward to it, and I think I'm excited. You know, I I, I hope uh the act, the Hulk actually is is in this. I think he is. Um, uh, I think. I don't know if he's been officially announced, but it's definitely not rolled out. That Mark definitely, not. I don't think so. Show. I think he definitely should be in there at some, at some yeah. point. You know, like that'd, that'd be awesome. He is, uh, or the character is cousins with Jennifer Walters, who is She Hulk. Um, so her and Bruce Banner are cousins, and I think in the comics she has to get a blood transfusion and ends up giving getting some of um, Bruce Banner's blood, and that's how she becomes She Hulk. But the difference between her and Hulk is that. She stays a Hulk all the time. She doesn't get to yeah. switch back and forth. And I think that uh, this is a good way to have a Hulk series without having a Hulk series. Because mm-hmm. they can't they can't do a Hulk movie. So they said, screw it. Let's just put him in something else that's, that's related to him. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome play on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't know, I think it'll be an interesting show just to see. You know, I wonder if they're going to do like a CGI She-Hulk or how just have like a an actress in a suit or you know maybe they're not, they're not gonna do actress in a suit they wouldn't do that 
I don't think I don't they know. would. Or like, or like an actress who who actually has muscle and is defined like that. You know, who knows? Or that you know, they could do like, like the old Hulk show to have a completely different <laughs> <laughs> actress for the Hulk instead of Hulk. They do. Uh, they do. They did pull a, a Mark. They just do like they did in Endgame. You know, have a smart Hulk situation. They yeah. can just do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they probably will do that because these shows are going to have a, a big budget. Um, yeah, I think so, so. I think they they could probably afford to do an all CGI character, but she's going to be probably CGI. Like she's going to be Hulk probably for most of the show. So that would be well. I know DC. They did. Uh, they've been putting out a lot of good content on DC Universe, which I don't have access to anymore. But. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I was using your DC universe. <laughs> I know. That's uh, another rant. I could yeah, but uh, when they were putting out good content, they actually had a lot of CGI and their stuff too. And uh, for example, Doom Patrol, they uh, they got around it a lot by just making the costumes more, uh, you know, realistic and making them, right. you know, like less trying to use less CGI but still staying kind of true to the comic books. I think they might do something like that where it's like. She might stay She-Hulk if she does. They're probably gonna like say you have like some like some Vision type prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be. But that that, that would work because Vision's yeah. not fully CGI. He's they actually put they he's put mostly Paul makeup. Ben. They just use, yeah yeah. And they, they use CGI, CGI to enhance to touch it up. Yeah, yeah, and enhance it. That'd be cool. So I think they might yeah, go that, right that route. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so that's that's all the upcoming Marvel shows that has been announced. Mm. Um, I got a question. Okay. Do you think they're going to bring back the Netflix Marvel shows? Nope. I think that they should. Like, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Jones, amazing. Luke Cage, amazing. Yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when I don't... I just feel like that... I just feel like that phase is kind of ended. But I feel like it's a waste of those skills. Those are all really good characters. And it, they, I feel like they don't... If they're gonna, if they're gonna bring them back, bring them back as the same actors. But they're not gonna use yeah. them anymore. Don't use them anymore. Whatever. But like, yeah. I think that those shows are great, and I think that they were a good piece of the MCU. And I, I enjoy them as they were coming out. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, you know. So I think that if they were, if they, if they do another big, big event like a universe wide event, they should definitely bring them back. Yeah, I just think I think we talked about it on a previous episode too. But I just think they're just not going to fool with the characters anymore for a while at least and by that t- when by the time they decide to do it again or bring back those characters it'll be so far that you know it yeah. won't matter if it'll you, you know it won't matter if it's the same actors or not because and you know what's going to happen so far down the line charlie cox is going to say you know what screw you guys i'm going to dc that's what's going to happen <laughs> like ben affleck so. he's going to say yeah. screw you guys i'm going to dc <laughs> yeah it's a I don't know, man. I feel like those are good. I like those a lot. But Marvel, you're right. Marvel has so many different different superheroes that it really doesn't matter. It does matter, but like right. it doesn't. I just think they they are going into a new phase of things and trying to put these canon, for sure, canon TV shows on Disney Plus that directly um, correlate with the movies and the character will go back and forth in the movies. I guess I mean Marvel TV is a completely separate thing. Then you know, the, the, the company, the company that who made yeah. the Netflix TV shows, is Marvel Television, and they're completely separate from Marvel Studios, which is a movie studio. You think that they're gonna make them not canon? Which is what's gonna happen? I don't think they're gonna say if they are or not. <laughs> mm. They're just gonna leave them exactly how they are right now. 
and not touch him again and not not say anything else about him. Mm. I think uh, I think maybe what uh, I lost my train of thought, but it was <laughs> it was something about the about the TV shows, but whatever. Uh, oh, who do you think? No, it wasn't it wasn't it was not about the TV shows. Who, okay, just wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. This is the next big saga because we we found out last year this is actually a saga. Kevin Feige called it this the Infinity Saga, right? From yeah. Iron Man One to Spider Man Far From Home. Yeah. So Black Widow is actually starting the, the new the new Marvel saga. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to be the big baddie in this saga? Ooh, um, I have no clue. They, like we don't even have a hint. I think Galactus. Yeah. Galactus. Yeah, it, I mean, if yeah. if they it depends on when they bring in like the Fox characters, but like right now they. They, they, they don't have any plans for it, but th- I think that's because they don't want to tell us. Yeah, they're gonna bring them in be. probably I mean, not I, this phase, but yeah, next they already phase. know exactly when they're gonna bring them in. I'm sure. I I don't I don't, I, I have no clue. There's not been a hint or anything. I think, like we mentioned previously, like like the scrolls will probably be be involved because that's the biggest hint of things that I can see. But I think definitely, I guess the post credit scene of Far From Black Home, Widow or Black Widow. Yeah. No, oh, the oh. post credit scene from Far From Home was Nick Fury in space, like with all the scrolls, right? Uh, having his own uh, his own little spaceship. So I think it's definitely going to be extraterrestrial or space involved. Yeah, I think that that can wrap this uh, episode of the podcast up. We've been kind of rambling a little bit long. Yeah, I think that can kind of wrap things up. But before we go, something I wanted to do um, on the first two episodes, but just kind of forgot about it. But a new segment we want to start. I'm going to call it What Are You Into? And it's basically, you know, what are we enjoying each week uh, that we just can't get enough of? Or like a TV show, book, music, game, anything that we're like, what are we obsessed with this week? And what are we really watching and and, uh, and getting into? So um, I think it'll be a good way for our audience to get to know us a little bit and just to give recommendations of things we like. So I'll ask you, Raheem, what are you into this week? Man, I've been really into Naruto for some reason. I don't know why. I think because I've been seeing, I'm I'm subbed to like this page on Facebook called called Naruto memes, yeah. and they're posting a lot of Boruto stuff, which is like his son. So this is like three series later, and like I stopped watching Naruto like five years ago, so I'm rewatching from the beginning. So I'm really into that right now. But also super into Avatar because I never watched it as a kid. And it's actually pretty good. It's really good. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah, it's really good, dude. I recommend it. It's a yeah, it's a cool show. I heard it, it, yeah, it gets I, better. I want to watch it. Um, but for some reason, I I've been seeing like a lot of people starting Avatar for the first time, like on Twitter. This is on Netflix. Stuff, like, I, it, it, so it just released on Netflix. Yeah, like last week. Uh, okay, that's why. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have been getting into it the first time, and I, I plan to um as well. I, I would I would recommend it 100. If you haven't seen Avatar: The Last Airbender, watch it. The first, from what I've been told, because I'm only on the first season, but I like the first season. The first season is kind of childish, but after that, it gets it gets kind of deep. So right. I recommend it. Um, also recommend Naruto 100. Um, if you don't want to get into Naruto super much, I would recommend My Hero Academia as an anime fan. Just saying. So. Well, okay. So what you been? What have you been watching this week, Michael? Well, I haven't been watching anything this week because I was on vacation and uh, didn't didn't have time to watch tv so uh, i'm gonna take mine a little different direction it was did you ever read the uh percy jackson books as i kid? did i did me too i was i got into them in like around fifth grade i think um and i was just the perfect age for a man i read them all the way i read them all um i think i finished when i was in high school um with like the spinoff ones that they came out with too but they just 
announced, I think this past week, that um, they are going to release Percy Jackson as a Disney Plus TV series. What? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and uh, so that's another reason for you get for you get, for you to get Disney Plus. Um, but you remember, like a few years ago, they came out with those awful movies. Oh, I know. They tried to do. Trust me, that's the reason why I, I read the books. Because I saw the trailer for the first movie, and I said, yeah. "Ooh, I want to I want to read those books." And I read all the books, dude. Let me tell you this. I'm, a, I'm sorry, I just hijacked your stuff, but I'm so mad. <laughs> that's at okay. This. I read. I saw the trailer, like the teaser trailer. It was like the elevator, right? Like, it was like literally mm-hmm. 20 seconds. Elevator Percy Jackson. And I looked, I looked it up and I was like, oh, I want to read this. So I read all those books, all of them, the entire Lightning Thief series. Yeah. And then my watched the movie. And then I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you why I'm even even more mad. Um the day of it, we got out of school early because it was like a like a like a severe storm warning or something like that. So my dad picked me up early from school. And so we went to go see the movie early. And I was so excited. Then I was so disappointed. I was yeah. just like, why would I waste? I was like, no, I wasted my my full off day of this kind of stuff. Man. Yeah, they're but, pretty bad movies. And I was so disappointed yeah. in them too. But these are going to be very different. Uh, they say the the author of the books is, I think he has a part in writing them or at least co-writing them, um, these screenplays for them. So um, they say they're going to have one season per book, which is going to be great. And they'll have plenty of time to flesh out everything they need to. I think they're going to be very accurate i'm um, excited i'm gonna I'm, I'm stand it yeah I'm, I'm very excited for it too um like I, I i started reading those books in in middle school and i was a perfect age for them because when i started to read them i was the same age as percy jackson mm-hmm. and i like i grew up like each book i was like i was just was the same age as him throughout so that's what i'm really into this week not nothing to watch right now but it will be and i've just been think about them a lot and i'm gonna start going to read back and read the books again i told you to go ahead and watch extraction man Watch yeah, and I, I watched part of it, but not all of it. But I'll, I can watch it. We can review it. You know, uh, I want to say just on, on the opportunity of lost books, uh, the Inheritance Cycle. Have you read those with the dragons? No. What is? What is? Oh, dude, just look them up. Aragon. Look it up. I think I think I always saw those like in the library as a kid. They're really big I, books. Yeah, I never read them. But they're really good. They're really good. And the Arthur, he's like he was like. 17 when he made them wow. but he's coming out with a, with a space series this year because i i was cause, um the the last book ended when i was in uh, high school mm-hmm. and he always i always looked up he was like yeah i'm gonna make a space series i'm gonna make a space series and it never it just never came out right and then the other day i was i was talking about it because i was like man i wonder if he ever made that space series and i looked it up and it's coming out this year oh, wow and I was like, what? I was like, yo, I got to buy that. Like, I pre-ordered it. I, I really did. That's like the first time I pre-ordered a book. <laughs> also, dude, do you know the Hunger Games? They came out with, a, with another book. Yeah, what is it about? It's. I think it's about some, like like one of the characters from the original series. Like It's like a prequel. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, it's a prequel. It has something to do with Snow. I don't know if it's President Snow. I saw I saw it in Walmart, and Me I was too. like, what is this? I, I don't know exactly what it's about, but... I thought it was like a, a fantastic beast and where to find them type situation where it was just like a, a book that was, you know, like in, in universe type thing. But no, it's a completely different. It's like a prequel book. Yeah. I, th- I read the back of it, exactly. but a prequel. Yeah. Oh, that's really, I'll yeah. have to read that one too. I'm, I have a lot of books I, I mean, been meaning to read, but um, okay. Well, I think this is a movie pod. This is a movie about podcast, Michael. This is not about books. This is okay? a movie about podcasts. <laughs> is that what you- oh my God. This is a podcast about movies, yeah, not said. books. No, it's about, okay. it's about, Anything it, we want. Entertainment. You know, <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> I kind of stop. I am, my life is a movie. Okay. Right. 
Well, I think that wraps everything up uh, for this episode of Reserve Seating. Um, make sure to follow us on social media. I am at Emi Delight on most things, such as Instagram and Twitter. Also, make sure to check out uh, Michael Castle. What are you on? I'm on Instagram as mcastle3 and on uh, Twitter at mw underscore castle. Please make sure to give this, uh, this, this podcast a like on Spotify and follow us or whatever you're watching on Central Radio, Apple Music, all that stuff. It helps us go up in the algorithms. And if you have anything for us to watch or have any comments or concerns please send us an email or something I yeah guess. or you can tweet uh, us we're both on twitter <laughs> yeah tweet us yeah tweet that us would be the best way to do it um but yeah you know reach out to us um and we'd love to hear from you guys as we're starting to build a paying base and as you listen to this you know if you could just take the time to give a five-star review or um anything or tell your anybody about it i mean that'll help us build an audience and grow so we can really um, oh, for have sure. a fan base and interact with you guys um, a lot too so this is all about movies I, I would love to have like just like, deep discussions with more movie lovers you know because yeah. that's that's just what I live for yeah <laughs> me too and yeah, as we, so, as we yeah. grow our, our audience um, you know we can have some of those people on and, and have conversations with with all of them you know and, and make them a, just a, a huge part of the show but we have to we have to build that audience and get them so we really need the people who are listening now to help us with that and you can do that by leaving a review and telling people about us so definitely well thank you guys so much uh, we appreciate everyone that listens to us i'm raheem and i'm michael and until next week get your reserve seat